Welcome to Newbridge Crescent Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David Ogenero teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In, In Christ, Christ, we are God's new breed. When you understand that our, our walk with God in Christ Jesus is beyond just this earth. It has relevance in this earth and in the earth in the world to come. You know, we are teaching the resurrection of the dead now in our group and discipleship class. When we enter eternal judgment, I will not sure that we are coming back after we go to heaven. We will not be in heaven forever. We will come back to a new earth. Somehow, man will still be on one earth or the other. You know, many times this thing, this it, it has to happen by the spirit. Are you following me? It has to happen by the spirit, by revelation, where you catch the understanding that the only thing that gives your life meaning is Christ. What did Paul say? Paul said, "For me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. For me to live is Christ. So if I'm living, I'm living for Christ. For me to live is Christ." My greatest passion, and that will be my greatest passion, to just come to, to help God's people have a a more stronger relationship with Jesus. Jesus said, "What will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? What will it profit a man? What can it profit a man?" I want to I want to make money and I will make money. I want to be rich and I'll be rich. Why do I want to be rich? Because I want more men to know about Jesus. The one who died for us. You see, somebody may ask, like somebody asked, was asking on social media that why why isn't the church building more hospitals? That instead of us to build more hospitals, we are building more churches. You see, you think the, the responsibility of the church is to build hospitals. It's a good thing the church builds you know, hospitals. It's a nice thing. It's a laudable or applaudable um, venture. But that's not the role of the church. Man's problem is primarily spiritual. Are you following me? What's their treating? Eh? Even after coronavirus has killed the person physically, it will, that issue, that disease, we still meet him in the world to come. And who is following this? Jesus said, Fear not, he will destroy your body. But he will destroy your spirit and your soul in hell. What the church is addressing? See, the reason for sickness in this world is because of that thing. addressing is a spiritual problem. The problem of a man's spirit. You know, a, a great minister of God I respect said for man to sow consistently to evil there is no other explanation to it that that is what he's made of. Did you hear that statement? 
for man to so consistently don't tell nobody should come and say oh people are just nice because sometimes they do evil no the Bible says that we are dead in sins what does that mean he may be moving around but in the spirit he's dead in sins the man who is not born again he's is there a sin? Jesus said, My brother, I say unto you, he must be born again. Every Christian must catch the revelation that the person who has not received Jesus Christ has not received life. He has not received life. He may be a nice person, he may be walking around the road, but if he has not believed in Jesus Christ, he has not received life. He said, There is no other way under heaven, but my men must be saved but by the name of Jesus Christ. And when a person has believed this, something happens to his heart. He comes alive to the fatherhood of God. His response to God changes. That is why it's a disturbing thing when you see someone say, I believe in Jesus Christ, and you don't see those responses, then you have an issue. I believe it. When the baby is born, what does he do? What does he do normally? He cries. Christ, he starts now. We all agree that when a baby is in the womb of the mother, the baby has eyes, right? It has ears, it has the mouth. But as long as that baby is still in the womb of the mother, it does not come, it, it cannot use the eyes, it cannot use the ears. But once that baby is born, he can begin to. He can start preparing to use the eyes because I know that they don't see immediately, right? That's what I heard. When a person is born again and you don't seem beginning to tilt towards spiritual things, or when you see someone say he's born again and it's not tilting towards spiritual things, it's a cause for concern. Are you following me? It's a cause for concern. It's a cause for, for what is wrong. Exalted. The Bible is replete with, with, with clear-cut statements. The Bible says, for the fruit of the Spirit is love. The fruit of the Spirit. That means if the Spirit is in you, it will produce this thing. Let's continue our teaching of speaking in tongues. See, there is a property in spiritual things. Tell me there is a property in spiritual things. I trust God. I will not stop shouting. I will not stop teaching this pattern of teaching. See, when we say, when we say, yeah, the old time sense, and there is the new generation sense. See, the Bible never talked about anything like that. It's either you are among the children of God or you are not. I believe. First Timothy four. Oh, 
First Timothy chapter 4. All these things I will talk about more when we do is teaching series Christian concentration. Somebody told me one time, he said, listening to a teaching is like, like the way he used to use him to choke me, to be choking me inside. Chomp, chomp. See, that's how it's supposed to be. But the one who goes like a sword, a sharp edged sword. First Timothy 4 from verse 15. It says, Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Praise the Lord. So there is a profiting in spiritual things. Praise the Lord. He said, Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. There is a prophecy. God is a good God. And God is always mindful of doing good for man. Any instruction that God gives you is for your good. Do you understand? A God as powerful as he is. Someone as powerful as God. Do you think he will be telling you something because he cannot do without you doing that thing? Are you following this? Anything it tells you is for your good. In those times, it talked about one time where the angels asked, asked God, said, What is man that thou art so mindful of him? What is man that thou art so what? Mindful. So all of all of the, 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 the revelation of Christ, all of the instructions from the Bible, all of what Christ tries to bring us bring us into is our own good. Praise the Lord. But you see, there's a problem. Many will start it, but they don't give themselves holy to it. I put it. Some people, some people, they, they love, they love God. Yes, they want to start. So they start their work with God, they, they, they go to church, they pray, but they have not thrown themselves holy to it. That's why we still have some people, they are going to church, but they still carry some fetish things on their body. You know, a verse of the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, it says, Because our Lord righteousness and hate, hated iniquity, therefore the Lord thy God has put an oil of gladness upon you. He said, you love righteousness and hated iniquity. Why did he say, I thought normally if a person loves righteousness, he would just normally hate iniquity. He put it there. Because that was love righteousness and hate. So because some people, they love righteousness. They love all. They say, I just like it the way this guy is serving God. But they have not hated iniquity. Are you following it? They have not gone to the point where they say, I hate this thing. The reason is because they have not drank too deep into God. I believe me. They have not given themselves what? Holy. He says, meditate upon these things. Give yourself holy. The holy there is W-H-O-L-L-Y. Completely. Dive inside. Throw yourself inside. Give yourself holy. That they are profiting. The man who does not give himself holy, he gives himself partially. He may profit, but he will not profit to the point where people could be, who will say, ah, something has changed. 
Are you following me? That your profit will be so much. Chapter me, I will give myself away. I will give myself completely. That's why Galatians chapter 6. Let's go there. Galatians 6. I've been talking about this. The Spirit of God has moved me to talk about it again and again. Galatians 6. From verse 7. It says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Ah! Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You know, the, the Bible is such a book that every day you read it, it is as if it's ever fresh. I've read this yet on the Bible before, but recently I read it. It dawned on me that so I can create my future if I can just sow the right seeds. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Oh, what do I want to see in my future? I can sow it. If I cannot be sowing the, the seeds of that thing, it will surely come to pass. Do you understand? Yes. It doesn't matter how long it takes, it will surely come to pass. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. You see, when you are sowing the word of God in your on your inside, coming for services, coming to listen. Someone will come today, no come tomorrow. Miss this one, miss that. So they don't they have never expressed what is called a progressive growth. Why for any? Verse 8, it says, For he that turned to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sweeth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. That means I can I can receive from my spirit, praise the Lord. I can receive from the spirit. I can sow to the spirit. And soon enough, my soul to the spirit will begin to affect my life. That's what he's talking about there. And if death be long lasting, it will be everlasting. Praise God. That means if I can sow the word of prosperity, if the word of God concerning prosperity can enter my spirit, a time will come. <laughs> my spirit will bring it out. It's a begin to influence everything around me. Listen, whether we like it or not, this world is spiritual. This world is what? Spiritual. There are some things that even if they give you, even if they dash you, if your spirit man cannot contain it, it will go. It will eventually go. You know, people talked about Kenneth Higgins. They said that when Kenneth Higgins was alive, back in the Higgins, more than 50 to 60 of the students of Rema Bible College were like his children. He used to feed all of them. He used to buy everything. That was the result of Higgins. When Higgins left, after a while, the school said they cannot continue with that cost. Why? Is it because, no, that was the result of Higgins. That was Higgins. Are you me? That was the buoyancy of Higgins' spirit. Okay, all the time he was there. How was he doing it? He has sold to his spirit. You know, I was, I was telling the story of how when I, I was privileged to be in the house of Papa Magat. When I saw the whole place, it was the exact same way it used to be. But I said, the exact same glory. <laughs> hey, the exact same glo- glory from 
as a god. Whatever the that if you build your spirit, if they put you in a desert, even if it's in the wilderness, the result of your spirit will produce. Are you following me? Say that I will feel my spirit. So when nobody sees you and you are praying in tongues, you are sowing. When nobody is there, you are listening to the word of God. Listening, listening, listening. Somebody, when you begin to manifest, somebody who has not used the death may want to not come out and let's start do makeshift. There will be no match. Praise the Lord. Chapter me, I will sow to my spirit. Now that now that things are looking rough, begin to sow. Now that it looks like there is nothing around you, be sowing. Now that you are not there yet, you don't have the money yet, begin to declare, God has a plan over my life. God has a future for me. Are you following me? I am destined for the high places in life. The world will hear the gospel because of me. My money will sponsor the gospel. Yes. Are you following me? Those are things I used to say years ago. My money will sponsor the gospel. And I'm still saying it. My money will sponsor the gospel in the billions. Missionaries will go far because of me. I expect you should be saying it. You say after me. Missionaries will go far because of me. My money will sponsor the gospel. He says, and let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we, should, we, we shall reap. Do you see this? There is a due season. A time will come when it looks like I'll be sowing. A time will come when you cannot escape the due season. You cannot escape the due season. A day will come. See, it doesn't matter what God ahead of you. Listen to what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who has gone ahead of you. It doesn't matter who has built ahead of you. It doesn't matter who is shining today and it looks like you are done. All you need to do is to do what? Sow the right seeds. Because there is a due season. Are you pulling it? It doesn't matter who has gone faster. There is a due season. Because the sky is too wide for two pairs to collide. God has a, a galaxy, a, a, a myriad of stars in this galaxy. You can decide if you will be one of them. Will you choose to sow the right seeds? See, when I look at a person, I'm not bothered about what he is now. I'm bothered about what is he doing for where he's going. If I look at the person and I cannot see anything he's doing, that's when I'm worried. You look at his life. There's nothing we can hold on to and say, if he continues like this, are you following me? If he continues like this, if there's nothing like that, the future is lost, even dead on arrival.
Kata me ahusudi raisi. So, we look at four five reasons, four five blessings of speaking in tongues. We've been talking about speaking in tongues. So, last week I will try to answer some basic questions concerning speaking in tongues. Today, we'll be talking about some blessings. Why should I take speaking in tongues seriously? Quickly, let's roll open to 1 Corinthians 14, verse 39. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 39. It says, Wherefore, brethren, commence to prophesy and forbid not to speak in tongues. Do you see that? This is Paul talking to the entire church in Corinth. He said, Desire to prophesy. What does it mean to prophesy? It means to declare inspired words in understandable language. Praise the Lord. Then he says, Do not forbid to speak in tongues. Don't ever get to the point where you say you are not speaking in tongues. Keep on speaking in tongues. Why would he why would he give them such an instruction? You know, when we argue about speaking in tongues, don't they see all these verses? Are you following me? He says, Don't forbid it. I know this verse is very new for a lot of people. It says, don't forbid it. Don't ever get to the point where you don't speak in tongues. He said, desire to prophesy, convert to prophesy, and forbid not to speak in tongues. So, why must I speak in tongues? What are the blessings of speaking in tongues? Number one, it's a more perfect way of communicating with God. Praise the Lord. It's a what? More perfect way of communicating with God. 1 Corinthians 14 from verse 2. 1 Corinthians 14 from verse 2. It says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God, for no man understandeth him. How be it in the Spirit he speaketh me. Corinthians 14 from verse 2. You see, when you are praying in tongues, you are communicating with God on a deeper level of intimacy. You are touching mysteries and secrets of your life and, and of your future. Praise the Lord. You know, the Bible says, God is the Spirit, and they that worship Him was worshiping the Spirit and the Spirit. How does the Spirit talk? What, what language does the Spirit speak? So when we say this tongue they are speaking is not is not Urubu, uh, 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 it's not outside, it's not Goja. <laughs> How does it, what language does the spirit speak? God is a spirit. I said, have you not had times before when in your life when you wanted to? You are thinking about somebody, all of a sudden you saw the person. Or you wanted to do something, all of a sudden you're having this funny feeling, don't do this thing. Or don't go to this place. And supernaturally, you just said, okay, let me not go. Then you now hear that something happened there. Or sometimes you are even going. Then 
from nowhere, some kind of useless delay. You want to go, something will delay you. You want to go, something will delay you. You want to go, something will delay you. Then later you found out that if not for that delay, like during this coronavirus period, some people called me to thank me. A lady that was so desperate about traveling to a particular country where that's the center. Where the coro is very corrosive. She was bent on traveling. She said I must travel. We are praying does not come for her. We have done everything. Then why pray for her? I perceive in the spirit that you stay in this land, like Isaac, so in this land. She said, no, you must go. But somehow, somehow, God people that she got the job and she's now in this land. So she called me. She said, thank you. Thank you. I would have gone now. I would have. She said, thank you. Why is it difficult for a spirit to speak expressly? Because in this world, this is the world of flesh. The legal, the license to operate in this world is a, is a body of earth. Are you following me? Yes. Just as the license to operate in the in the world of, of which is a body of of, of scales. It, see, is that's the law of Genesis. That's the way God designed this place. No spirit can come here without partnering with a man. The Holy Ghost is on the earth. Eh? How is the Holy Ghost on the earth inside men? The Holy Ghost can the only way the Holy Ghost can move in a place is through men. Except a man does something, the Holy Ghost must just move on the street and combat somebody. Before the Holy Ghost move on the street and combat somebody, the one man must have been prayed. Somebody must the Holy Ghost must partner with some are you following this? So God is a spirit. Many times you are talking to God. Oh Lord. I want to thank you. See, the body is what your spirit is trying to see. Your spirit understands what's happening in your life. Are you following me? There is a deeper way, a more perfect way of saying this thing. How be it in the spirit? You speak as what? Mysteries. Sometimes you have a crossroad in your life. You need a divine intervention. Yeah, sometimes people's lives are complicated if they could only pray in tongues long enough. I mean, pray in tongues long enough. Sometimes people's lives are twisted. Things are twisted in the spirit. They don't know. So number one, it's a more perfect way of communicating with God. Number two, when we speak in tongues, we edify ourselves. To edify means to build strong. We build up ourselves. That's First Corinthians 4, 14, number 4. First Corinthians 14, verse 4. He says, he that speaketh an unknown tongue edifies himself. Do you see that? Edifies himself. He builds himself. Praise the Lord. 
Number three, we unleash the praying ministry of the recreated spirits when we pray in tongues. First Corinthians 14, verse 14. Let me say that again. You unleash the praying ministry of your recreated spirits when you pray in tongues. First Corinthians 14, verse 14. It says, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. Hey. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my oh, who prays? My spirit prays. You see, what we don't understand is that when a person gets born again, your spirit and the Holy Ghost becomes one. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17, For he that is joined unto the Lord is what? One spirit. Of that union, the feelings of the spirit your spirits can catch. Who is going? The, 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 the movement that is the mechanism by which the mind of God is made known to us because the, the Holy Ghost is the spirit of God, but we, we have our own spirit. So, God says, How will I get to the point where I can communicate with them so interestingly? I will make my spirit one with their spirit. So, if I'm thinking something. The Holy Ghost is thinking it too. Are you following this? So our spirits being one with the Holy Ghost can pick the thoughts of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, many of you have heard of that scripture, Romans 8, verse 26. When the Bible says, Likewise, the Spirit heaven our infirmities. Romans 8, 26. I want to show you something linking to what I said earlier. Romans 8. Verse 26. It says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit Himself, King James says itself, but the Spirit Himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. People have said it's speaking in tongues. It's not speaking in tongues. How do I know it's not speaking in tongues? It says, with groanings which cannot be uttered. You cannot say them. This is the ministry of the Spirit in our spirit. If we don't pray in tongues, if we don't pray in tongues, this ministry will not be open in your life. Let me explain. Unless you are a person given to praying in tongues, your spirit now will not be buoyant enough to accommodate this. Are you following me? See, there are many things you will never know until you pray. There is many things you never know about your recreated spirit in Christ until you are a person given to pray in tongues. Do you know your spirit man? Your spirit man, because Christ has come home with him through the Holy Ghost, your spirit man can fight for you. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14, the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. There is a way your spirit will be so strong, it can it can move you. A person does not pray in tongues, he will not understand those those movements, those movements of the spirit within him. You won't be able to pick it. Like for instance, that one, which cannot be ordered. A woman gave a testimony how that one day she was just 
working in the market, all of a sudden, she just sat on the floor and started crying. She cried and she... <sighs> it was just, just wailing. Ah, she said, I don't move. When she continued for a long time and continued and continued and continued, she began to pick my husband. My husband. My husband. She was just saying my husband. My husband. She cried till her spirit man had this. Only to get home. Husband came back and said, Do you know what happened today? Till I was on my way, coming back from work. And gunmen that surrounded me told me to come out. Brother, they are gone. Just as they were about to shoot, one of them said, Leave this man.
that that searching, that prompting, that arrangement of the spirits, you always make the right choices. And if, if it's a situation where you cannot avoid damages, yours will be you be. It's not be like the other people. Are you following me? I can on this one, I can tell you stories and stories. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. There is something called the strength of your spirit. The strength of your spirit. A man's strength in his spirit. See, a man's real strength is the spirit. And when you begin to grow spiritually and your strength, your, your spiritual strength begins to stand out. People who have eyes will see it. A certain prophet came to come and invest one time. His name is Delvan. Through who? People did not know him. That day, I just had a prompting that I, I, I'm supposed to see someone strongly. I'm supposed to see. I was supposed to leave the hall where I was staying, but I just had a feeling I to stay, so I stayed. As I was about stepping out that evening, the son of the man, which was straight up coming and just told me, Papa is around. I said, What do you mean? Papa is around. The man said, Yes. Ah. You know, I was standing a few meters away waiting. There was a large crowd waiting to see me. From where I was, I was standing. Waiting. When I was coming close, the wife spoke to the man in our side. She said, you see this guy in the church? He said, no, I'm coming. That's one. I've seen him. I'm coming. Only to get there, he said, wait. I heard your cry in the spirit while coming on the road. I said, okay, now. From where I was saying, that one had a strong spirit. He said, I can pick it from here. Leave him here. I said, I will see him. He said, that one. He said, that one. He has a strong spirit. This thing I'm talking about. Meaning, if you're a because we or you are someone that is a visionary, you will need it very strongly. You will need what's called accurate descending. Because you want to do something, someone will come and tell you, this is what this. This is, this is, I have seen people who God will give them a clear cut reading. Somebody else will confuse them and they don't know. Have a look at them. So you can't divide between that is the strength of spirit. Praise the Lord. And finally for today, Speaking in tongues is one of the major factors for spiritual growth that separates you from godliness. Let me show you something as we close. Jude chapter 1. Jude chapter 1. You know, I'm not saying it because it's here. One of the persons I've seen is the strength of the blessed of praying in tongues in my mother. There's some decisions my mother will take. I say, this, this, this is your let me see how it will play. When it's in my place out, I say, oh. There are some other things. Some people are saying, what is it? Leave this first. Just watch. I will look it. Okay. Let me see. There is a way you will pierce into this thing. Somebody, his spirit is strong with you, you are. But your own can be 
you are the, you know what in lens they have different lenses. So you can look somebody you are seeing, you know there's a problem there, but somebody will see with no accuracy. That's why I said take some people across to me. I said, Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. The young man I was there with you one time. Many years ago, some years ago, not many, some years ago. I was praying downstairs. What praying? The Lord said, so and so blessing has so right now as you are talking, he has put Sandra your back, he has collected three thousand naira. Okay. But it came so strong. So as I went back to the room, I opened the bag, went straight to the back, it was not there. So I called the young man and I said, My friend, did you did you hear about so and so? Is it me? No! No, no, no. So, okay, no problem. So I waited till he stepped out of the place. And I went straight to his back. Straight to a particular place. And brought that the money. I said, this money. Where did he go? And I said, eh. <laughs> Drama started. See, this thing we're talking about. Your life, so much depends on this thing. But you're waiting for talking about one money. Finish praying in tongues. Finish praying in tongues. Finish praying in tongues. He wanted to drive his car. That time when the church was there, I drove back. He wanted to drive the car. I said, wanted to drive the car. He just knew that. No, somebody should come and watch his car. Listen, listen. He called the driver. Come and watch this car. So he was washing the car, washing the car. Open the carpets. Brought out a pack of marijuana. White, white, all manner of those hard drugs. They don't have a policy. What? How did this thing find its way into this car at this place? So they bought it. He was driving towards for service that evening. I mean, they surrounded him. He said, Come out! Come out! Went straight to that place. They didn't see anything. He said, You're going. Be going. That was the setup. That was what? That's the setup. How? For them to get to some, for somebody to put that in his car, it must be somebody close to him. Strength of spirits. Strength of what? Spirits. It's not because the Holy Ghost is not strong. The Holy Ghost is strong, but your spirit is one with him. How child have you made it in him? Lastly, as we said, is the tool for spiritual growth that separates us from worldliness. Jude 1 verse 17. This one, eh, you will not like me afterwards, but I will just, is the Bible. Jude chapter 1 from verse 17. It says, But beloved, remember here the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time. Who should walk after their own ungodly lusts? Let me read verse 18 again. How that they told you that there should be mockers in the last time? Who should walk after their own ungodly lusts? Verse 19. These DJ who separate themselves, sensual, not having the spirit. Verse 20. But beloved. 
But dear beloved, building up yourselves in your on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You see that? Now compare that to First Corinthians 14 verse 14. That is when I pray, my spirit prayed. So let's see what he's saying here. But beloved, build up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. The God that showed us shows us that the people who were walking after their own laws have not the spirits. They are sensual people. They are worldly people. But we, we build up our own selves on our most holy faith. How? Praying in the Holy Ghost. What does this mean? According to scripture, if you are given to praying in tongues long enough, worldliness should be dying out of your life. All this you are praying in tongues, you can still be fornicating. This is a lie. <laughs> According to scripture, sensuality. Are you following me? Sensuality. Worldly lost are supposed to be clipped when a person is given to praying in tongues. And I've noticed in my own personal life. There's a way of praying tongues and praying tongues and praying tongues. There are certain things that I love to do after a while. It's as though I'm losing interest. But it's as if when I now calm down on the tongues and the praying and praying and praying after a while, I can easily just flow. Are you following me? I can just flow with the central way of doing things. Now, does this mean you will not be tempted? Does it mean you you will be tempted? Does it mean that sometimes you will not you you may not make a mistake? You could make a mistake. Nobody is infallible. Yes, but the Bible says that if you give yourself to this thing, if you give yourself to this thing, soon enough you be rise above sensuality. A time will come in your life where some mistakes you made before you can no longer make them. Not because you are braggadocious or because you are so strong, but you are strong in the spirit. Praise the Lord. Father, we give you praise. Just begin to thank him. Thank him. Remember where we started from. He said, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. Right now, everybody, if you can just begin to pray in tongues, everybody, and you can, you can pray in tongues. It's in you. If you cannot pray in tongues, signify I will pray for you specially right now. Hey, when you pray in tongues, you are speaking unto God. How be it no man understandeth you? It's the one perfect way of communicating with God. When you pray in tongues, you are edifying yourself. When you pray in tongues, you are building the praying ministry of your recreated spirit. And when you pray in tongues, you are separating yourself from holiness. You are building yourself on your most holy faith. On your most holy faith. Charge up yourself. Hey. 
Listen, you can charge up yourself and your physical body will receive of it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are free. Father, we thank you. Be thou glorified. Be thou magnified. Be thou glorified. We thank you because the lives of everyone here is being changed. In the name of Jesus, you are strengthened to pray more. Whatever God has not planted in your life is uprooted right now. As you pray, your life works in the path prepared by God. You receive supernatural provision in the name of Jesus. You receive supernatural intervention in the name of Jesus. Supernatural intervention on the left. Intervention on the right. In the name of Jesus. As you pray in tongues, you are touching mysteries. Oh, things align for your good. Your future falls in place. You know what to do. You know the step to take. In the name of Jesus. Your future will not stop where it is. You will not stop where you are. God has a plan for you. And you are walking into that plan. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the sermon. We hope you have been blessed by the teaching. Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org, to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.